everybody. And yep, it's Sunday, and here we are, there you are, and thank you so much for tuning me in and spending your Sunday afternoon with me. I greatly appreciate it, and hopefully you've got some good questions for me today, and then we got things to talk about, always got things to talk about, and today, you know what? We might give, uh, uh, we might give uh, uh, Hope, Hope is back, she enjoyed her birthday, birthday weekend, and so we might uh, do some toy trivia for Christmas, being that we only, uh, what, 11 days away, uh, Christmas Eve? Isn't that something? And then how many days until we get out of 2020 and in 2021? And so it's, it's it should be cool. It should be cool. Say so yeah, a couple of heads up. Uh, because we've had such a warm winter, so you know, winter so far up to this, uh, it's really, 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 really important that folks, when you take your dog for a walk, will you please keep them on leashes so they don't get into a the the, the lakes and the ponds and such like that are not froze over and so all it takes is for your dog to go through the ice and now you've got to try to save your dog and then somebody calls 911 and then now, the, uh, now you put other people in jeopardy and stuff like that so, so can you please please remember put, bring your dog on a leash you know what it, right now it beats calling 911 and putting a lot of people in jeopardy, let alone yourself, your dog, and the people that are there just save you, okay? So until everything gets, uh, and usually the spring is when I give this heads up, put your dog on a leash because the ponds are throwing, you don't want them to go through the ice. But because it's been such a wackadoodle <laughs> winter, one minute it's froze where you could almost walk on it and ice fish on it, and then all of a sudden we get 50 degree days, right. <laughs> and yes. it all went away. It, it was uh, I was very surprised to see snow today. <laughs> Me too. Before, I'm like, I looked at, well, I said, I, I didn't hear nothing about snow he says yeah nah, whatever i was a little bit greasy out there too a little bit greasy so but anyway so please keep your dogs on a leash you know i mean for everybody's safety please okay all right then also too is um you, you heard me talk about my cat adeline right yes i have well adeline is on the very very naughty naughty list oh she will get she will get coal in her stocking <laughs> <laughs> You have no idea. Oh, I no. couldn't believe it. I literally, I'm still scratching my head. Still scratching my head. Okay, Adeline, she looks kind of Siamese-ish, bright blue eyes, you know, type thing. And uh, I guess the closest thing would be like a ragdoll cat that she kind of looks like. But she's got short hair. She's she's a cool cat. She's yeah. a dog in a cat's body. Aww. Usually I tell people um, <laughs> it's the other way around, a dog, you know, a cat in a dog's body. But she is. She'll eat anything. She don't care. You don't leave things out to thaw because she will try to rip through frozen stuff to oh, eat wow. it. Yeah, no, she has no boundaries. <laughs> Okay, which is evident of what she did this past week. Oh, boy, I can't wait. Okay, I got a 55-gallon aquarium in my, my uh, kitchen, right? Okay. And I have uh, some goldfish in there. I'm into goldfish. Mm -hmm. You know, I get them like 12 for a buck, and then they get big and such like that. I throw some in the water trough, keep the algae out, stuff like this. And I had one, mind you, one. Do you know what a fantail goldfish is? I'll have to Google it. I'm not a fan sure. Fantail goldfish is they bred them so that they look like they're kind of blowing up. They got real short backs, real high backs, and then real long uh, uh, fins. You know, dorsal fins and tail fins and such like that. Okay. Okay. They're really hard to keep alive because they usually get um, uh, swim bladder problems because you know they're kind Aww. of like you know it's a it's a bred thing. You know, okay. just like you know. Uh, overbreeding dogs sure. or cats or whatever. They get defective once in a while. All right. So I had this beautiful calico. I had, that's the key word, had a beautiful fantail. Okay. Now she had been sitting on top. I, you know, my, my tank is covered. You know, I mean, uh, but in the back, there's a slat that's open, maybe about, you know, four inches tall and four inches wide. 
she had to be a contortionist. But somehow she got that fish out of the oh tank. Oh my gosh. And she ate it. <gasps> <laughs> the only thing she left me was the t- the tail. Oh, no. The the tail uh, fins. All right. And I was just like, I mean, I literally, I'm looking at the fins. I'm like, what is this? I couldn't figure out what it was. So I, I picked it up and I put it in a napkin because I'm like, I don't understand what this is. Well, so then I go to feed the fish, you know, I turn the light on in the aquarium and feed the fish. And usually they're, you know, they're all right there. You yes. know, well, now I'm down to three inside and they're right there. And I look at it and I'm like, okay, where's the fantail? So I'm looking. I'm like, oh man, uh, you know, sometimes they die, they float to the top. So I'm on my right. head looking like this, you know, upside down. I look it up. I'm looking behind things. I'm moving things to see if she got caught. Can't find her. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh. Ding dong. Yep. When I picked up off the floor, the tail, the fan tail fail, whatever you want to call them. I'm like, are you kidding me? I don't understand because it was a pretty good sized fish. So how she got it, number one, and then got it out of the tank because it, like I said, there's wow. only about a four inch tall right. thing that she, I mean, her paw had. So of course, you know, all, all you can think about, you know, all the cartoons that are written, you know, where you, the cat is sitting on top <laughs> yes. of the tank and then the paw yeah. goes in and gets the fish. I don't understand how she did it, but by Jiminy Christmas, she did it. Was that the first time she's yes. ever been successful that we yes. know, right? Oh, yeah, don't, well, yeah, yeah, but no, that's only because I'm only missing a fish. <laughs> so Adeline is, as Hollis's mm. cat, she was born at our place uh, um, a year ago, May. And anyway, so, and her and Hollis hit it off. And so that's the only reason she's an indoor outdoor cat. Because I do have four other, but they're barn cats, you know? So, yeah. but anyway, so, wow. but, but now after this eating my fish, I am not a happy cat. I don't blame you. <laughs> So I had to call Hollis up, and I didn't want. I so I, I called. Uh, I didn't talk to Hollis about it. I called uh, Cassandra, and I said, "Okay, Adeline is on the major naughty list." <laughs> she says, "What?" I said, "Okay, first of all, she ate like a half a pound of hamburger one time because you know weren't paying, wasn't paying attention. She's so fast." I said, "But it ate my fantail." What? And I said, "Yeah, yeah." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> So anyway, my aquarium is very boring now without my fantail. Oh, are you gonna get another one? Well, what I'm gonna do is uh, I'm gonna I put a board now uh, in the back of the aquarium. I put a board there so that's now she uh, unless you uh, yeah, see, I'm, I'm gonna be this is gonna be a work in progress yes. to keep my fish safe. <laughs> I'm not putting any new ones in there until I got this down. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so anyway, yep, dang Adeline, and uh, by the way, people, I spell it A D D dash A dash line l-i-n-e add a line okay not how you normally i spell all my everybody's names different so that's cute but anyway so hopefully you got some questions for me 651-641-1071 and then also to uh yeah my cat ate my fish (laughs) oh no and hopefully with the christmas trees oh you guys putting up christmas that you're paying attention to that that uh dangly things i'm not that's why another reason why i don't think i want to put the christmas now adeline left it alone last year maybe that's why she went after your fish tank because the tree's not up yet no <laughs> no <laughs> but anyway so uh yeah so please be mindful uh, and, the, and the big thing like so a lot of people have rabbits you know for pets yeah you're telling and, me and that rabbits, a couple weeks ago yeah rabbits love to chew on wire so please put a uh, put string your wires and such like that in through pv's heap or pcv pipe i can never remember you know do that and sometimes you got to do that with cats too and some dogs so be very mindful on how you put the, uh, the lights through the trees because the biggest thing is chewing on that and starting a fire or whatever type of thing that's that's huge and then danglies uh, use plastic 
don't use any of the glass ones. I would anchor the tree just in case, especially if you got a live tree, if the cat's going to climb, try to climb up the tree. So really pay attention. And it may not be the Christmas, like especially if you've got a new puppy or, or a kitten that's very mischievous. Uh, you can also put baby gates to keep puppies and dogs away from the... I know it doesn't make a fashion statement, but you know what? You know those baby gates or whatever you can make them festive you can put garland on them and such like that well i don't know you got to be careful so the dog and the cats don't eat that too so anyway, so pay attention though to keep everybody safe for this holiday season okay all right we're going to do some toy trivia but we're going to start out with oh we got the, she's uh, she's on the line to answering questions so anyway and then also uh holiday or gift ideas remember i'm always i'm all about books and so the one a couple of them like for your if you got a person that's a uh, cat person in your life uh your cat by hodgkins h-o-d-g-k-i-n-s and then you know i'm always touting uh brain teasers for dogs by soderman s-o-n-d-e-r-m-a-n and then the big book of tricks for the best dog ever and that's by k-k-a-y and all second author is uh see is I think it's P E R O N D I. I think is how you say his last name. There are two. There are two authors for that last one. But any trick book, any book that will help build the relationship. Uh, there's ten minute dog training games, and that's by Sundance, I believe. And she's got quite a few different books. Ten minute, and then she's also got like a hundred and one tricks for kids. That's also by Sundance. Uh, so the, you know, think you know, getting um, everybody's getting these dogs. Please make them think, and then you know what? You're gonna have a calmer, steadier dog. All right. Okay, we're going to do one joke, and then we're going to do some toy trivia today, too. I, you didn't hear that. You were so you were on the line. So we'll do one. One, one joke? Well, not joke, but I okay. Mean, okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> what? Oh, here I am. Okay. Everyone in the world needs it. They generally, generous, generously <laughs> give it, but rarely take it. What is it? We'll be back. Oh, yes. I like that, too. All right, here we go. We got to dive into the calls. We're going to roll up. Okay, which one did I take? <laughs> okay, oh, if everyone in the world everyone in the world needs it, they generously give it, but rarely take it. What is it? Compliments? Who close? Okay. Advice. 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 That is true. There you go. That, well, good. Look at you be on the right page. One week off, and look at your brain snapping. I got attention. some rest. That's what happened. That was good. There you go. All right. Let's head to the phone lines. Yes. We have Mary, and her dog is eating its poop. All right. Num, num, nummies. <laughs> and then uh, she comes up, Mary, and gives you one big kiss, right? Yeah, sometimes, or actually, he got a hold of my face mask. Oh, and I didn't realize it. I went to put it on, and <laughs> and I bet you said, "Oh golly gee." Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah. Threw up. So. <laughs> okay, what kind of dog do you got? Um, English cocker spaniel. Okay, how? Okay, how old? Uh, he's almost two. Two. What food are you feeding? A Nutrisource. Okay, which one? The chicken and rice. Okay, how long do you rotate it all? I don't. I have not. I oh. just started them on this probably within the last six months. Okay, because you're supposed to, with every bag, you want to rotate. Okay, you want to buy smaller oh, okay. bags so that you go through it qu- uh, quicker. Because what happens when uh, dogs become poop eaters, it has to do with the digestive system. They don't have enough good enzymes in it. So they try to like eat rabbit doo-doo, deer doo-doo, yep. their own doo-doo, because they're looking for the enzymes that they're lacking. 
All right. Okay. So what you want to do is that Nutrisource have got some grain freeze that you can rotate with, or you know they, you're doing the chicken and rice. Okay. Then yeah. you could try the beef and rice or the turkey. You know the main thing is get that protein, the meat protein switched up. And then, okay. but in my house, what I'll do is like I'll do the beef and rice, and then I'll do a grain free like Prairie Select. Okay, and then okay. I'll do a turkey and, and brown rice, and then I'll try um, like they 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 also do uh, 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 which is a rarity in the dog food industry, is that it's called a single source protein is their pure Vita line, okay, and so like I'll use uh, theirs uh, their duck you know in the pure Vita line. So the big thing is is that now if the dog has never had it before, then you rotate it in like a quarter of the new to three quarters of the old yep. for like two, okay. three days and then fifty fifty. But every dog is different because being that they've been fed something for too long, that may be like okay, not necessarily nutrisource, but if you're feeding a chicken prior to switching over, you know, they've been on chicken for a long time. So mm -hmm. th that's hard for their system. So if the doo-doo start getting a little bit sloppy, you know, a little bit mush, slow down the rotation. But once they had it and it comes back in rotation just open the bag and feed it all right okay but i also would add organic apple cider vinegar to you can mix it in with a little bit of canned pumpkin a little bit plain yogurt i would also get them on a, a digestive enzyme Okay, okay, so would I need to feed both of them then? Yeah, yeah. I would do them both. I do, well, you know, because it, it's so beneficial that don't wait for a dog to crash, okay? Yeah. You know, you know, help them along the way. So that's what I would do is I would do a digestive enzyme, the organic apple cider vinegar. How many um, pounds are your cockers? Um, they're 30 a piece. 30 a piece. Okay, then you can build to like a little more than a teaspoon a day. Okay, and then I would do that every day for about two, three weeks, and then uh, back off to like maybe two, three times a week, just to see how the dogs are doing. Okay, because what that does is this, the uh, the cider vinegar with the mother—that's why you want the organic—that has that's been fermented, and that's really good for enzymes and in you know in the gut system. All right. Okay. Okay, so that's what that. So you start doing that by rotating and then doing that. The, you, the poop eater should be solved, right? Awesome. Thank you so much. Okay, kid. Bye bye. Yep, poop eating is not fun. And sometimes, too, some dogs need, um, uh, like, a, um, animalessentials.com has what's called a green alternatives. That's also good. It's all like natural, some algaes and greens and stuff like that. Some dogs need that. So you just got to see what your dog's lacking, you know, to a toy with it. Okay, who's up? We have Kathy and you two have been working together, but there's some new um, situations with her dog and uh -oh. her dog's wobbling. Oh, no. Okay. Hi, Kathy. How you doing? Hi, Katie. Thanks for taking my call. Well, thanks for calling. What's going on? Sorry about your goldfish. Oh, <laughs> she wasn't just a goldfish. She was a fan tail. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, dang, Adeline. <laughs> yeah. I've okay. got the 13-year-old Jack Russell Terrier that I sent you an email oh, about yes. okay. a couple weeks ago. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I was rotating him into um, the Northwest Naturals okay. uh, freeze-dried yep. stuff. Yep. And he loved it. He was eating it, you know, both meals, twice a day. And then last night I put him outside before bed and brought him in, and he kind of stumbled, and he's holding his head to one side. Mm -hmm. And and I, you know, today it's it's the same thing. It's is his he head tilted to walk, and he he, he stumbles. Yeah, is his head still tilted? Yeah, that's called idiop. Oh, gee, Christmas. Idiopathic neuropathy. 
is okay. what, and why it's called idiopathic, because there's no reason. It just comes on for just out of air. My brandy that happened to her. One day she walked up from the barn. She was fine. We went down to do chores. She was uh, tilted and stumbling. It, idiopathic neuropathy. You can look it up, okay? Okay. And so it's a, they also call it old dog syndrome because <laughs> okay. it happens to older dogs is what it is. Okay. And so that's why what you just want to look at. There's really nothing you can do for it at all. It just kind of works its way through. Sometimes they straighten out. And if you look at their eyes, sometimes their eyes bounce. Okay. You know, they're, they, they, I don't know how to bounce. You know, they like jiggle is what they do. Yeah. He's, he's just got the one eye okay, and yep. um, he's got glaucoma in that eye. So okay. I haven't noticed Okay. Jiggling, but I'll oh, okay. that. But yeah, so the the thing is, is that um, you know, uh, as long as he can, you know, it could have been a mild stroke, but usually it's that idiopathic neuropathy is what it is. Because like I okay. said, that's what my brandy had. So look that up online and and kind of uh, you know, there's really not much you can do for it. Okay. And so because uh, like was it, uh, brandy straightened out where her head always had a little bit of a tilt. She lived to be seventeen. Okay. And she had a little bit of a tilt, and she wasn't as spry as she was two years prior to getting that. But but otherwise, you no, know, she she held it. She was fine. She's not. They're not in any pain. But it's just it's oh. weird, is what it is. Oh, okay. okay. Well, that's, that's good to know. How old was she when she got it? She was fifteen. Okay. Yeah, because she died when she was seventeen. She was okay. fifteen and when no she got. No problems it. with uh, you know toileting and things. No, like that. Uh, no, no, no. She, you know, every once in a while she kind of looked like she was on a bender. <laughs> you know, she, was, you know, she would trip a little bit, but uh, you know, okay. like I said, she didn't. She did her running days are gone. She just kind of ambled. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he has no interest in any of that. He doesn't eat either. He hasn't eaten yet today. Okay. Yep. Yeah, because it, like, well, like I said, he's he's been off center. All of a sudden now it's like whoa. So I mean, you know how like if something happens to you, you the last you want to do is eat you try to figure out why am my head sideways why am i tripping <laughs> yeah but he, he ate some treats and i gave him a little bit of apple and he ate that oh, but he didn't eat his food okay like he- now remember, little dogs don't like to eat the same thing more than two, three, four days in a row. So mm-hmm. make sure you have something different, you know, for him. If you're doing the freeze or the freeze dried or the raw, you know, type right. thing, change that up. But just okay. kind of keep an eye on him. You know, if he if he's not eating, you, you know, because um, remember, I'm not a vet. That's right. just okay. And so uh, just take it. You know, if he it continues that he's not he's not snapping back as far as his you know his. Uh, Whatever call his appetite and such like that. You can always take him in, have blood work done, and just make sure that there's nothing else going on. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks so much. Good luck, kiddo. Take care, Kath. Bye bye. Yeah, the dog, you know, idiopathic. I can't believe I actually said that without Good tripping. job. Look at me. <laughs> yeah, that it's, and that's why they call it idiopathic because there's, they don't know where it comes from. It just sure. happens. You know, it's mm-hmm. a little short circuit in the brain, and, you know, it's, it's neurological. So, right. anyway. Okay, where are we at there, ma'am? We have Matt, and Matt and his family are getting their first puppy ever. Oh, well, here comes the fun. (laughs) Hey, Matt, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Whoa, you got a voice for radio. Holy moly. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Okay, what kind? Are you getting a puppy, looking for one, or do you got one that you're just waiting to bring it home? Yep, so we are... We're picking up our our Cavapoop puppy. It's okay. uh, going to be nine weeks old when we pick him up on Wednesday. All right. So just curious what maybe the top few things are that we should be prepared for. It's my wife and I and two boys, and it's our first family dog. Okay. First of all, you're going to have a kennel. So hopefully you got the kennel. And you're going to keep, uh, yep. And then you're going to keep the kennel in your bedroom at night next to your bed. Because okay. now we got to look at it from the door. That's not not forever. Okay, don't put them in your bed. Okay, 
Okay, so what she, it's not going to be forever. Right now, part of the bonding process is if the dog is, the pup is in the kennel next to you, he's getting used to your smells, your sounds, even though nothing's really being said as part of the bonding process. Also, to look at the p- poor pup. He lost his mom. He lost his litter mates. Who are you? Where am I at? He's scared. And so by putting him in a kennel, like in the you know laundry room or whatever, that's not you know good because he's gonna he's gonna scream and you're not gonna get any sleep whatsoever. So that's why what you want to do is put him in your bedroom. And usually most people go so the dog is about five months. All right, you want to hold on? We got to come back and we got talking to do. Okay, so hold on. Don't go back. Don't go anywhere. Okay, what does the word toy mean? Where did it come from? We'll be back. All righty then, I love it, but we got to move on. We got calls awaiting. Okay, the word toy. Do you know where that comes from or what it means? I do not. What it means, it comes from an old English word meaning tool. Tool? Yeah. Okay. So the word toy comes from an old English word meaning tool. There you go. That will start out the toy trivia by finding out what toy means. Okay. <laughs> okay, there Perfect. You go. Okay, let's go back to Matt. First puppy ever. Well, I don't know ever, but to the household. So you there, Matt? I am. All right, boy, that's a radio voice. We got to get, you need to go into radio. <laughs> but anyway, okay, so, um, uh, okay, so we got the kennel. Now, what kind of kennel do you have? Do you have the wire or the plastic? We actually have both. We have a little travel plastic one, and we have a wire one. Okay, do go to the plastic one. And the reason is, is dogs are denning animals. They want to have their back covered. And that's why they have a tendency to like to go like behind a couch or under a table. They want to feel like they're secure. The all-wire kennel, people well-meaningly will throw a, a towel over it or a blanket or whatever. But the thing is, is that it's still, it makes a lot of noise when the dog moves, okay? I mean, dogs can hear almost better, 300 times better than we can. And then also, too, is they don't feel as secure as they do in the plastic type. And I know the wire ones look prettier and all that kind of stuff, but anyway, I would strongly suggest you use a the plastic, okay, and resell the wire. Okay, then also, too, now you're going to feed your dog in the kennel, all right, so that the yeah. kennel means, you know, good things for him. And then uh, periodically, now a tired p- a puppy is a crabby puppy. Those needle teeth will rip you to shreds, all right? And so now being nine weeks, he's going to sleep a lot, but make sure they get, you know, if he goes to bed by nine ten, he's probably going to wake up between one, two, and, and five, six. That's kind of the norm for a puppy. Don't you wake the puppy up. You will let the puppy wake you up, all right? I had one gal call in and she was setting her alarm every two hours. It's like, no, don't do that. <laughs> but anyway, and then you're going to um, uh, uh, the potty training thing is the biggie. So what you're going to do, you're going to take them out uh, to the potty area. Luckily, we don't have snow really much right now. Uh, have them on like a, a, a you know, as, first you can start with like a six foot line, but go to a 15 foot line eventually. And then stand still and just tell him what you want. Go potty, go potty, or get busy, get busy. And then when he does go, just very calmly go, good potty, very nice, good potty. Don't give a treat and don't say good boy or good girl. That gets them all nutsy in the headsy. You're going to start recognizing good behavior by saying, thank you, very nice, thank you. Like if you ask him to sit or whatever. And you got to remember, this is, uh, you know, this pup has attention span of a gnat, all right? (laughs) Okay, but now the maximum time outside back to potty training is two minutes. If he doesn't get his business done, you come back in. 
Wait a minute or two, try it again. First thing in the morning, you always get a piddle and a doo-doo, always. So let's say two times out and you don't have the doo-doo, bring them in, feed them in the kennel, wait 10 minutes, and then open the kennel, take the dish out, take them outside, at 10 to 1, you'll get the, the doo-doo. Don't give them any freedom in the house whatsoever at this point. All right, he is going to be uh, in the same room as you. Hook him on a leash, let him drag the leash around. But the big thing is, don't give him any freedom right now because you've got to get him to understand what water, what potty is called, and where to put it. All right, and then you can slowly start giving him a little because too many people give the whole house too fast, and you're you know it becomes a, a potty a potty house. All right, so you just got to make sure you don't give him any. Uh, what do you want to call it? You, you don't give him, you know, don't give him the the opportunity to do a mistake. And if he does, if you come across a mistake, you can't reprimand the puppy. It's like you doing doing your job, you weren't paying attention. Okay, so you just clean it up with anti icky poo, and then you can take him outside. If, if he, but if you catch him in it, you can clap your hands or stomp your feet and go ah wrong. Okay, and then take him out on the line to the potty spot. Ten to one, he won't go because now you just startled him. You know how you got to be calm and relax to potty. <laughs> so then just bring him back in, put him in the kennel, wait a five minutes, take him out, try it again. So that's the main thing because right now he's going to sleep, eat, and, and pee and poop a lot. Is what That's what his uh, thing is at the beginning. And then when he gets to be about 10 weeks, 12 weeks, things are going to start really starting to come around, and then things will start going forward more and more. I'm a big, huge fan of not saying no. Most pups are no to death. What I do is you want to become a ah er, a ah er, or a both or ah, 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 bad dog or a hey, no bite. The, the tone of your voice is three quarters of your training. You can come up to a dog and go, what a good, oh, wait a minute, what a bad dog. And the dog's going to be like, she loves me. Okay, you can come up and go, what a good dog. And the dog is like, I am screwed. <laughs> so then that's, and now how old are your kids? Six and ten. Okay, boys. the six-year-old is going to get ripped apart. That's going to be oil and water to that pup, all right? So you've got to referee that a lot. And then what the ten-year-old, what you can do is uh, get a trick book, like that big book of tricks for the best dog ever, and then and see, pick out, start out with easy tricks, Okay, or you can get the 101 Tricks for Kids by Sundance, 101 Tricks for Kids. That would probably be a better one okay. for her. But anyway, so what you want him to do is sit, and, and so that instead of, don't have the kid, when the kids are running, the dog is on a leash with somebody or in the kennel. But when the kids are being calm, then the dog can be out, because otherwise that pup's going to run, and those needle teeth are going to start shredding skin and, and clothes. All right. So, oh, this isn't fun. He's hurting me. <laughs> so that's why what you got to do is you want to try to, you know, and don't play tug of war, no tug of war or wrestling games with this dog. Because when you teach them when they're young like this, you're going to have a pushier dog when they get older. So that's why you want to teach, you know, good things. You know, walking on a leash, sit down, come, and then tricks of all kinds, you know, use his brain. All right. Okay. So that's the, the main thing. And then obviously you got to find a vet that you can work with. Uh, where, you know, where, what area are you in? Uh, Woodbury. Woodbury. Oh, Dr. Valley Creek Road uh, Veterinary Clinic. Is in Woodbury there? Off of Valley Creek Road, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, and that's Dr. Jenny Urban, U-R-B-A-N. I really like her. She's a great gal. So you might want to try her, okay? Good. Valley Creek. Yeah, Valley Creek Veterinary 
Clinic. There it is. Okay, Valley Creek Road Perfect. Veterinary Clinic. Clinic. It's a long word. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, and so then, yeah. So you want to do that, and then you gotta, you want to make sure with the vaccinations, and you know, I'm huge nut about not putting any chemicals in or on dogs, especially puppies. They got to get their immune system up and going. So you really want to take the time to understand vaccinations. You want to take the time. I, I personally, if I would get the pup, I would not do any. Um, uh, any flea and tick chemicals in or on at this point, I will. I would never do it. There's so many natural things that you can do. And then the heartworm, that hold off. There is no mosquitoes, okay? So you don't need to even think about that until next year if you're going to, if you choose to do it. But you've got to understand everything. Are you a reader? Uh, yeah. Uh, there's a book called Shock, Shock to the System, Shock to the System. Okay, okay, by O'Driscoll. That will explain to you about vaccinations. If you want a quick one that you can read online, it's called uh, Natural Immunities. Okay. And you can go to Pat McKay, M-C-K-A-Y dot com, Pat McKay dot com. And that, because I would strongly try to do things more natural with this pup, because you've got a small one, okay? And in a lot of those chemicals, you can be not so good. <laughs> All right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, so you got a lot of to do, and just don't uh, don't be a drone. Empower yourself. Understand why you're doing and what you're doing. Personally, I wouldn't do a lime shot or a lepto, you know. But so that's what you got to do is read up, and you've got to do what you're comfortable with. Is that's the main name of the game? I always okay. think that less is better in my book. All right. Gotcha. Any any guidance on treats and the use of treats? Okay, the treats. Um, uh, only veggies, all kinds. Okay, veggies, all kinds. Uh, green peas, green beans, cauliflower, broccoli. All right, because it's healthy, and you don't need to have uh, the crap of what a lot of the stuff has. Also, too, is that I don't use treats. I use I am the treat. My verbal praise and my physical praise, uh, and then you can use treats like when you're teaching tricks or something like that if you want. And what food I would strongly suggest the Nutrisource, N-U-T-R-I source, petfoods.com. You can go to their website and check that out. And they also have some pretty good treats, too, if you want to give a treat. But they got good ones, not the crap ones. All right? Yeah. Nutrisource, petfoods.com. And you can get that. Well, at all, they don't sell to mom and they don't sell to big box stores. They only can get them at mom and pop, your local dealers. You know, it's a Minnesota, Perm Minnesota company. So a family-owned company. Oh, great. Okay, great. so yeah, so they've got their food is awesome. So get them on a good food to start with. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. There's great. so much for you to learn, so don't hesitate to give me a call or, you know, email me up at Katie's K9 because there's so much. All right? Great. Well, no, thank you. We're on, ready for the adventure. We yep. appreciate the advice. You bet, kiddo. Take care. Bye-bye. Uh, getting a puppy. I haven't had a puppy in 50 years. People just drop their face like, What? I said, they're a lot of work. I don't have time to help you and take care of my own puppy. <laughs> you know, so that's well, that why I get great to, advice. Yeah, so I said, but there's so much for him to learn. Yes. And so it's just like, but you could, but, but, but it's all of a sudden, the, it'll be five o'clock. I mean, uh, six o'clock by the time I get done with them. So, right. So I had to cut myself off because I wanted to, oh, but you need to know, oh, but, oh, but, oh, but, oh, but so. there's so much. There uh, is. There really is. So, mm-hmm. okay, who's up? We have Sharon, and she had two cats, unfortunately lost one, but then her other one is acting different, and we do have just like a minute. Just a minute, okay. Hey, Sharon. Hi. Okay, now, did this cat that's acting different now, was her friends with the cats that you lost? Well, they've been mates for a number of years. He's The one that's still alive is 17 years old, 
The mate I had adopted at the Humane Society about 12 years ago, and at the time that one was about three. Um, So the one that I had to have euthanized had cancer in his jaw and his neck, and he also had hyperthyroidism, which we started treating, but turned out the the cancer was discovered, and at that point I put him down. So, yes, they they weren't told, because they're older cats now, they weren't as playful, but the one that passed, was more playful, okay? Okay. He was more active. And I, I about a week ago, I took him to the, the vets, and they, we made the arrangements to, to put him down. He was a sweetheart. Aww. But Spunky, my older one, since, now he's always liked to sleep on my bed or in my bed, but he's crawling under the covers, and he's there all day and most of the night. He'll I'll put food out. I'll put wet food, dry food, whatever I think that he'll eat. Yeah. And he's just going over to it and kind of looking at it and walking away. He might take a couple bites, but I'm just wondering if a cat can actually get depressed like a human. Or now, is or... he the only cat left? Yeah. He okay. Is. Can you hold on? We got to run to break, so hold on, so we can because you're not alone in this uh, going through what you're going through. So why don't you hold on, okay? And we'll come on back. Okay. Let's see. What does Crayola mean? What does Crayola? You know the crayons. All right. We'll be back. Special. She doesn't know, you know, she's had a lot of Botox in her face. But, you know. I love Dolly, oh, though. I know it. She's, I, man, I, and I don't know. I was going to always look up and see her, uh, how old she is. I don't know. She's got to be in her I face. don't know either. Because, man, she's, uh, yeah. Oh, but anyway, she's awesome. She okay, is. What does uh, the name Crayola mean? I was thinking maybe something to do with paint or painting. Close. Oily chalk. Oily chalk. Oily okay. Oily chalk from the French. <laughs> okay. Now you ready for this? Sure. Okay. By, Benny and uh, and Smith, maker of Crayola crayons, produce an average of five million crayons daily and two billion cra- crayons every year. Wow. If they made just one large crayon, <laughs> it would be thirty-five <laughs> feet wide. <laughs> And 400 feet long. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that unbelievable? <laughs> the average child in the United States will wear down how many crayons do you think by their 10th birthday? Mm, how many crayons do you question. think? Good question. A lot, obviously. I'm not sure. 730 crayons. Oh, my gosh. The average child in the United States will wear down 730 crayons by their by their 10th birthday. I know I love crayons. I love coloring. That's one thing my mom always did. I didn't. And my mom was really good color. <laughs> so we always tried to mimic her. She would like outline things, shade things. Uh, I just. Yeah. yeah, my mom's pretty talented too. I didn't get that artistic side of hers. Like she can draw and she can paint. Oh, and wow. I'm like, come on. <laughs> She's so, so good. So it skipped a generation, did it? It did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, let's go back to Sharon. Sharon, are you with us? Yes. All right. Okay. So now how old is this cat? He's 17 years old. Okay, 17. Okay. Yes. This is very, very, if he says he's old, he's used to having other cats around. Okay. Even if he didn't, uh, they didn't interact or play or whatever, just the sense of having another cat around walking by, you know, just kind of that look, such like that. So definitely cats can go into a, uh, 
Uh, just like dogs. Dogs can too, yeah. can go into that uh, mourning period, all right? And the best thing that you want to try to do is just be there. Try not to go, oh, there, there, I miss him too. You know, to- try not to recoil. You're going to have your bad days. The cat's going to have his bad days. So what you want to try to do is, oh, look at you. Try to have your, your voice be perky, positive. You know, try to, uh, to engage him in maybe chasing a feather. Uh, the, you know what I mean? The whole thing is to just try to help him move along and not recoil, recoil. Like I said, you're going to need your time to grieve, okay? And so is the, you know, uh, and so is the cat, okay? And so the, yeah. it, you'll get through it. But the whole thing is, is like try to invent something that'll make you both kind of happy and kind of take your mind off of things. Um, do you have an outside bird feeder at all? Uh, no, I I had to take those away. I live in a townhome, oh. and the all the bird seed that would fall on the patio was bringing in rodents. Ah, okay. And so, but but I I I my, the back of my townhome faces a wildlife preserve, so they see lots of birds and squirrels. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I'll, you okay. know, so they they do see occasional ra- raccoons. So my cats never go outside; they're okay. totally indoor yeah, cats. Yep, no they, problem. They have a patio, or had, they both did, a patio door to look out. They had mm-hmm. a cat tree. They, The other one that I I had to put down was more active and playful, but they did groom each other and, and mm-hmm. spend time together. Yeah. I just yeah. I just didn't know how, if, if, if he was mourning the loss of my other cat or if it was just my imagination. No, it's not, it's not I'm your imagination. Not your so, imagination at all. Okay, so if if I were to decide I'm not ready to do this, but down the line, if I were to decide to adopt another adult cat, um, I the first time I did this, the cat that is passed, I adopted from the Humane Society when it was about two, okay. and I kept them separated for two weeks. Um, introduced them after two weeks. Um, they each had a, a place in the house. They didn't see each other at all for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Separate food litter and. And when I did introduce them, they just walked up to each other and sniffed and, and never fought. Or oh, nice. Boy, like you're that. a lucky kiddo. Very lucky. Because <laughs> so, that's so not I the just, norm. <laughs> well, the, the Humane Society is the one that told me to do it that way. Oh, yeah. No, that's the way to do it. But that, sometimes though, that first initial meeting can all heck can break loose. All right. Uh-huh. In some cases, see, cats are not a pack animal. They're an independent. They're, they're singular. All right. Yeah, they don't yeah. do good in a pack. And so that's... That's why, but there again, it has to do with the personalities. I have a girlfriend that had has uh, had three cats. Okay, she brought this one cat home, and that cat pounded the crap out of the other two cats and chased them away. She does any cat that comes onto their territory, she she attacks them and sends them on their way. She will have not nothing to do with other cats. All right. Well, both of these are males. Uh-huh. A, a vet told me that males in general are a little more laid back. Yes, than females. You and got it. So- I've kept male cats pretty much. Yep. Um, and and they both they they were both good mates to each other. It's just that I'm thinking, is it my imagination no. or is he really sensing this? Oh, definitely. Okay. Yep. No, not your imagination at all. Animals grieve. Horses, dogs, cats, iguanas. We are they all grieve. You know they do do different. But the big thing is is like I say, try to find a new normal. But when you have an older cat like this. You know, I'd really think twice about bringing a youngin in because they yeah. got so much spitfire to them that it might draw. You know, put like, okay, now what the heck is this? No, so, I would, I would adopt an older cat. Okay, good. Maybe okay. not as old as, as Spunky is, right. but you know, uh, 
you know, a few years old anyway. Right. So, right. but I just I don't know that I'm going to do that for a while. So yeah, I'm no, don't to figure out. You know what? If cats are do respond like adults, I guess they do to some yes, degree. Yes, they do. You bet you do. They do. It's a loss is a loss, and just like some humans uh, don't, you know, you can't even tell they lost their mother or their brother, and they, they just hold it in. And then some yeah. people fall apart. You know, everybody, human animals, whatever, they, everybody grieves different, and there's no right or wrong way to grieve. Sure. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. You bet. Your well, I'm sorry for your loss, kiddo, but just totally enjoy the one you got, okay? Oh, I do. Good. Good, good. <laughs> thank hey, you. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, that is, uh, yeah, animals grieve, folks. And like I said, just like humans, it's, uh, they, you know, some uh, dogs, uh, well, look, you hear stories of a, a dog laying on top of their owner's grave, yes. you know, for years or whatever mm-hmm. type thing, you know, and, you know, the, it's, it is, it's, it's really, it's craziness. So, and they're, like I said, there's no right or wrong. And cats, as independent as they are, they're, again, some personality cats. And plus, now all of a sudden this cat is, uh, what, uh, like, um, I think she said at least eight years, nine years with other cats. And all of a sudden it's all by itself. It's like, holy moly. Yeah. That's <laughs> definitely a big change oh, for yeah. anyone or yeah. anything. And even if they didn't get, you know, play a lot or whatever, but like she said, they would, you know, lick each other, you know, hang out together yeah. and such like that. So, you know, that's, Aww. that's the thing. But yeah, that's about, boy, I'll tell you the loss of anything is tough, tough, tough. Definitely. Loss of a goldfish. Is oh yeah. Tough. Speak, I guess that unfortunately is the theme. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing it back. I ate my fish out of my Aww. aquarium. I still don't know how the heck she did it. I don't have any idea. Say, uh, those of you heads up, I'm a, I graduated from Alexander Ramsey in Roseville in 1973. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Say, uh, there is one of our alumni uh, is uh, doing Alexander Ramsey Ram uh, shirts, whether you want a T-shirt or you want a polo or, you know, a hoodie or a zip up front. Um, so if you're interested in doing, you know, we have the logo of Ramsey Ram. He's got a small one and he's got a big one. And so I had uh, a hoodie made of, oh, it's really a pretty blue. And so I put the the logo on the front, you know, big, and the big logo on the back. Okay. <laughs> and it's very, really, it's very reasonable. And so the thing is, is if you're interested, if you're a Ramsey Ram, no matter <laughs> what year you're from, and he, if you want your year put on your shirt, you can, you know, he'll put the year oh, on your nice. shirt that you graduated from, okay? So anyway, so if you're interested, give me a holler, you know, email me, go to my, mytalk1071.com, go to my, go to my show page. And then go to my website, and then my email is there. Or you can email me through, you know, mytalk one zero seven one. So your friend's just doing that. Oh, what? Yeah, it's, he, he's a you know he's a class ahead of me. He was in seventy two, okay. I think. And so now I'm I was seventy three. So anyway, so if you're interested in any, any of you guys a Ramsey alumni uh, into a Ramsey Ram uh, uh, sweat or hoodie or zip up or a t shirt, uh, get a hold of me. Just go to mytalk one zero seven one dot com. Go to my show page and email me through that. All right. So anyway, yo-yos. Do you know anything about yo-yos? I love yo-yos. I love them. Okay, we're going to talk about yo-yos when we get back. Don't touch the dial.